Hey there, special educators. Welcome to Autism Academy 360, a podcast to making your job as special education teachers easier. I'm Lisa. And I'm Abby, a behavior specialist. And together, we have over 25 years of special education experience. And I'm a veteran autism teacher. We both are passionate about empowering you with practical teaching strategies and actionable tips and tricks that will help you thrive in your role. Whether you're a seasoned educator looking for fresh insights, a newbie navigating your first classroom, or a parent of a neurodivergent child, this podcast is your go-to resource for all things autism. So let's get started with today's episode. Hi, I'm Abby, and welcome to our very first podcast episode all about understanding autism spectrum disorder, talking about the basics and some myths. Let's start off with defining what is autism spectrum disorder. First and foremost, it's important to note that this is a medical diagnosis, meaning that in schools, we cannot diagnose this. To have this disorder diagnosed, a child must have a few qualifications. The first is they must have persistent deficits in three areas of social communication and interaction. In addition to that, they need to have at least two of the four types of restricted and repetitive behaviors. But I want to emphasize that it is called a spectrum disorder for a reason. This means that the characteristics of different people who are diagnosed with this are going to look very different. The strategies that we're going to talk about on this podcast are going to be very helpful, but again, because it's a spectrum and everyone is unique, all the strategies will have to be tailored to your specific student or child. Let's talk about some common characteristics and behaviors associated with the autism spectrum disorder. So some very common characteristics are challenges in that social communication, repetitive behaviors, and sensory sensitivities. There is a deficit in that social-emotional reciprocity, so that ability to talk back and forth with someone, knowing when to talk about yourself, when to ask questions about the other person, and when to just listen can be very challenging. The ability to use and understand nonverbal communicative behaviors for social interaction can be very challenging for an autistic person. For example, someone may struggle with eye contact, with keeping it, or for prolonged eye contact. There may be difficulty understanding gestures. There's also going to be challenges and deficits in developing, maintaining, and understanding relationships. There also can be sensory sensitivity that could lead to problem behaviors. But all of these are going to be unique to the individual. One misconception is that everyone has the same qualities. For example, the inability to maintain eye contact. Yes, this is true for many autistic individuals, but it's not true for all. I've worked with some students who engage in extremely prolonged eye contact and need to be taught that they need to look away at times during conversations. 
Another myth is that autism is caused by vaccines. We know that this is not the case. Autism is a neurological disorder. Another myth is that autistic individuals have one skill that they are very good at. And this is true for many people. However, this is not necessarily the case for all. Autistic individuals may have something of high interest to them, and they might work on it or read a lot about it and learn a lot about it. However, all autistic individuals do not have one skill that they are superior at than others. Another myth is that autistic individuals are unable to form relationships or don't want them. Although this is a challenge, individuals with autism do want relationships. They want peer relationships. They want relationships with family members and teachers. And it's just difficult for them to connect as a neurotypical child or adult does. Many of these myths are based in stereotypes. And we have to remember that every individual who has autism is just that, an individual. Now let's move into something called the neurodivergent movement. And if you haven't heard about this, that's okay. We're here to teach you. The neurodivergent movement is this movement that's coming from listening to the voices of autistic people in the autistic community. The word neurodivergent helps people self-identify in a way that is different than someone who is neurotypical. Those who identify as neurodivergent may have a diagnosis of autism, they could have depression, they could have anxiety, or a host of other neurological differences. As someone who does not identify as a neurodivergent, I personally identify as a neurotypical. As someone who is a neurotypical that works very closely with individuals that belong to the neurodivergent population, it's so important to listen to these autistic voices in the community. It's important to note that we are moving away from autism awareness to autism acceptance. There used to be a need for autism awareness when it wasn't as common that kids weren't in inclusive classrooms, but now we are moving towards such an inclusive model in many of our classrooms that we are past the awareness stage and into the acceptance stage. We are learning different ways to help all of these individuals succeed and thrive in our classrooms. Something else that's coming out of this neurodivergent movement that's very important to understand is your language. Your language has so much power. And you'll notice throughout this podcast, we use different language and sometimes we might say autistic person or individual, and sometimes we might refer to these people as individuals with autism. This is also a personal preference to those who have the autism diagnosis. It is not for us as neurotypicals to decide. That is why you will hear us going back and forth to be respectful of how everyone wants to self-identify. If you are a veteran teacher, you might have seen an increase in the number of autistic students in your classrooms. 
And if you are a brand new teacher, you might not know exactly how to support these students in your classroom. And that's what we're here to support you in. We are going to give you actionable strategies that will help not only your students with autism, but also other students in your classroom. We are going to talk about instructional strategies, behavior tips, and specific ways to meet the needs of these individuals with autism. To celebrate the launch of this podcast, we are doing a giveaway. Two winners will receive a $25 gift card to each of our website stores. There are two ways to enter. You can screenshot your favorite episode, episodes one, two, or three, add the screenshot to your Instagram stories, and tag one of us, either Lisa at Chalkboard Superhero or me, Abby, at Mrs. Moe's Modifications. Or you can write a review on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to include your name in your review. You will get two entries if you do both. The giveaway is going to close on February 18th, 2023, and winners will be notified on February 19th on Instagram. If you want to learn more, you can always head over to our websites. We will leave the links in the show notes. Thanks for joining me for our very first episode. Catch you in the next one. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Autism Academy 360. We hope that you've gained some tips and motivation to fuel your week ahead. Before you go, don't forget to hit that follow button on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. If you want to show support, head to Apple Podcasts and leave your rating and review. Until next time, stay inspired, stay informed, and most importantly, stay connected. We'll catch you in the next episode.